listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Street lights and deep night cats trying to eat right. Riding no seat bikes would work to feed hypes so they can keep sweet bikes and the head right and the feet right. Desires of street life, cars and weed types. It's hard to breathe nice. Nights are the thief like the beast roam the streets and the police is Greek like. Hey, welcome to the Black Tales podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we are in the house on a Wednesday. Yes. Uh Walking Dead Wednesday. Yeah, we back. We is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, uh, we're back and you guys should have heard this, uh, new voice on the show. Um, it's my man Jeremy from the Crown of Collars podcast on the CSPN network. Uh, you might also know him as Black Dante, Black underscore Dante on Twitter, or you might know him as Kung Fushis, which always gets a laugh out of karen every feedback show every single time it's like i'm hearing it don't ask me why i was like i'm hearing it for the first time over again and it just tickles me to death what's going on jeremy hey what's going on rod what's going on queen karen how you doing baby i'm good i'm good that i actually got that name from um um friend um xd of the Jaden xd podcast he was on i think was it like a year ago, mm-hmm. I want to say like 2015, he guessed on our show. He filled in for Dan, my co-host, and we were talking about something. I think it was LGBTQ related, mm-hmm. and he said <laughs> that I was a wise coon and called me Confucius, and the name stuck with me ever since. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah, man. How so? How did you even get started with uh, the podcast, man? Um, actually, I have. You and Karen to thank, and my work bay, uh, Mel and uh, CJ to thank because we started in 2014. Um, I actually, um, it, it came out of a spur of moment thing. I think that's when Mel and CJ started their podcast, mm-hmm. and I, the, I listened to like their first couple episodes, and I think I listened to an episode where they guessed with you guys. I think it was right after like Ferguson really took off mm. and I just had the idea like you know what the people I like have a podcast <laughs> why don't I start a podcast I got shit to say so why don't I just start a podcast and I literally asked my TL like if if I started a podcast would you guys support it and who would want to co-host with me because I had no idea what the hell went into podcasting at the time and nobody People said, yeah, but they weren't really serious about co-hosting with me except for Dan. And we had already been following each other for forever. And, you know, as we did the podcast, our friendship has grown. I ain't spoke to him all week except last week because he a Saints fan and he annoying. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but other than that, like, he's like the, he's like the, the older brother that I never had. And we started independent. Um, on Podomatic, and then we switched over and joined Mel and CJ and everybody at uh, at Cold Slither, and we have them to thank, and we also have, of course, the pod, the pod father and pod mother, you and Karen to thank, and we've been going two years strong, and we're gonna keep going. Yeah, that's dope, man. I looked on there, I was listening to you guys uh, today, uh, a couple episodes, and I, I saw y'all was over a hundred, man. Y'all like one oh nine now. 
Yes, sir. That's dope, man. Congratulations. Yeah, shout out. Thank to you. Me. We did two episodes this week because we didn't do one last week because again, Dan is annoying because he's a Saints fan. Uh, and I ain't feeling like speaking to that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we did two episodes. One we did um, one episode on uh, one hundred eight. I did it with a couple of my friends, uh, Kim and Misha, and we talked about the Grammys and recapped. Um, Love and hip hop and talked about a whole bunch of shit. And they, t- and they told the, uh, they told the listeners that my love of do rags ain't no joke. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's one time, I, I don't remember where we went, but I had on my do rag and I had, I had a cowboy hat that my girl has with her right now. And I, w- I would wear a do rag to anything. Last, <laughs> last Christmas we all hung out and I wore a Santa hat and I had the do rag under the damn Santa hat. Like, mm. it ain't a, I love me a do-rag. That's real, dog. <laughs> that's some nigga shit for you. Yeah, that's 100% authentic right there. Oh, dog. I ain't even, I, I'm not even mad at you. Uh, and then, um, you, have you been watching Walking Dead like all this time? Or you just, are you one of the people that caught on like halfway through? I watched it, I started and I got into it around season three. Mm. And I think see after season four and after season three ended, I went back and caught up on season one and two. So I've been in since season three. Okay. Yeah, we uh read the comics and then we watched the I won't say we binged the show on Netflix, right? No, I, I watched the show for before I read the comics. Oh oh okay. Okay, so I guess we binged the show on Netflix. No, yeah. you same for me, Karen. Like this this the the T V show got me into the comics. Right, because I, I you watched season one. I yeah. didn't watch it. I I, oh, okay. I watched it on Netflix and got caught up. Okay. We started watching the show, and then somebody said they had a comic. We was like, they got a comic, and then oh. we went back and read the comic. Okay, I think I remember now. Yeah, so I watched it first, Yeah. and I started ordering the comics and then from your job, and then Karen would bring them home, and then she started reading them after a while, and then you, and then you watched the show. Was that right? Or you no. watched the show before you read the comics? Yeah. So I just had the comics... All that time, you was just, you wasn't even watching? No, 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 because you had watched the show. <laughs> right. I hadn't watched the show. I started watching the show. We found out they had comics. When we found out they had comics, I started ordering and then uh, we both started reading them. Oh, okay. I thought I ordered them already. But mm-hmm. uh, at any rate, um, you know, I found a lot of people like caught up and stuff after that, after a while. And mm-hmm. I mean, now it's seven seasons in. So, amazing, you know, like that's a hell of a feat, man. Like a cable show that's about to make it to a hundred episodes and reach syndication on a show like this. Like you just would have never thought that this was possible considering, you know, other shows get 22 episodes a season, possibly comedies are half an hour. Like this is a drama, a serious kind of drama sci-fi, you know, dark show. And, and it's, and it's still going strong, man. The latest episode got 12 million viewers. So yeah, pe- pe- people are watching and people will, uh, continue to watch. Um, I people hate watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that too. But, but you know, one thing I can say, and I'm gonna keep this real. I'm glad a lot of motherfuckers stop watching. I'm yeah. not trying to be funny. I don't know whatever your reasons for us. I am so glad. My timeline is so much happier with people that are tweeting that actually love the show. And for me personally, it makes the social media experience funner going out there and seeing people live tweet that actually love the show and they're not watching out of anger, out of hatred, out of spite, out of uh, this is something y'all enjoy so I just feel like shitting on it. Like, 
and i understand some people hate watch stuff don't get me wrong but for me as because i'm a very positive person so for me I, not trying to funny i don't care why you don't like the show i'd rather you not watch it and then complain about it the whole time you're watching it this is just my personal preference yeah my thing is especially considering that we started the hashtag and people were going into our hashtag to this shit on the show it's like well yeah. we started the show for the opposite of that like we started the the like this is for fans like if you don't fuck with it just don't fuck with it or go you go somewhere else don't go where all these people are enjoying it and be like let me tell you how much this show sucks to me you know and i think that's i think that affected me more than anything it was more of people were actually a lot of people kind of outside of the yeah you don't even tweet. live tweet anymore really no I, and, 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 a, and a lot of that <clears throat> boils down to a lot of people hate watch it and i'm like yeah. nah i'm not here to hate watch it i like it i and the thing i guess for me i guess not that people are dumb if i'm live tweeting something i'm watching it live and people go well you like the show motherfucker i'm live tweeting it why 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 would you ask me (laughs) should i watch it i um we're on season 15 dog i can't tell you i don't know your personal preference on if you should jump in at season 15 or not like uh sometimes use some common sense and make your own decisions Sometimes people ask you, and you're like, nah, you grown. Make your own adult decision to decide to watch what you want to watch. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's, it's people like that, too. Thankfully, my timeline is pretty free of that. What is annoying, though, is like people that like or already know the comic mm-hmm. will kind of shit on people, like, just getting into it and watching the show. And I think that's whack. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, not I I get that you like you already know what's gonna happen, quote unquote. But that's the thing, like they've deviated from the comic a lot. Like mm-hmm. you don't know Mm-mm. what's gonna happen. It's one thing to compare and contrast, but to say, you know, oh well, so and so isn't gonna die and blah 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 blah. It's like they've deviated and split so much shit to as well, like like in the comic book, Carol's already dead, but in here she's alive and she's a badass. So right. it's like you don't know and that's the beauty of how they flipped it from the comic to the T V show and some people like they like the shit on people that just got into it via the T V show. It's like is it Uchiwale or one might yes or no? Like, do you want the show to grow and for people to get into it, or do you just want to be ahead? <coughs> right. Yeah, and also, I'm a t- and me and Roger actually read the comics. I'm gonna tell you right now, motherfucker, book readers get on my goddamn nerves. Like people that read shit that eventually turn into TV shows and movies. I know there are people that read and they're not assholes, but a large put it like this, a high enough percentage out there are. So it just turns you off. I watch it, but I don't spoil shit. I don't, you know, it's one of the things where I don't tell people what's going to happen because the thing is, I like them being different. If they were identical, I would not watch the show. I've already read the book. Like, I like for them to do something different. Right, because why would I watch something that I, but I think for some people, they like to watch shit they already know. It's just something about that because a lot of people want to be critics and critique everything based off of the book source material there are two different platforms and they will never be identical and there are some things that are in written form that can never be executed well in action form they just can't like some things are just almost impossible yeah and some people just know it all they just want to know everything before it happens it's it's fine but um 
look it's back okay and that's what matters the most let me yes. introduce this show uh this is the blackout tips find us on itunes and stitcher leave us five star reviews if we like them we'll read them on the air when we do our feedback show every saturday the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is sponsored it's brought to you by shadow dog productions maker of fine handcrafted audio plays for seven years now they got a new one from two canadian singers slash actors mia i mean yeah mia and elisa b check it out uh, on uh, apple uh all you gotta do is look at we be talking just look up we be b-e-e talking uh and uh give it a like give it a rating if you like it okay uh all right no further ado um let's let's get into what everybody's been waiting for i'm not even gonna do uh fucking with black people today i'm just doing walking dead i don't even what y'all y'all need to be fucked with is that mm, 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 nah, i thought you i thought you were, i thought you was gonna flip it and trick us but it's no, okay mm-mm, no i'm i've had enough that's y'all man's yeah enough. honestly yeah. yeah i've had enough <laughs> like i just want a yeah. day i'm really uh like walk walking dead came back but before walking dead came back i was heavily considering uh white people wednesday which was all white people news uh but (laughs) i but but then like important shit would happen i'd be like no we can't do a show and not talk about some of the shit that's happening but Mm, every week i was just like i I mean not trying to be funny i mean shit always gonna happen so ain't like we don't do the show five days a week we can take one day yeah being uh, black in america is a constant fucking with black people so surreal surreal all right let's get into it we bike that's right we are back walking dead second half of season seven is underway this is not a false alarm all right it's the real thing the episode was directed by greg nicotero and it is called rock in the road um it was written by angela kane shout out to that diversity uh so um i guess we'll start the way we always start with me asking you karen What'd you think about this episode overall? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I loved it. All right, all right. And I guess I probably should have said what it was about. I normally start with a synopsis. Uh-huh. Uh, here's the synopsis. Um, the crew is getting in formation. There you go. Uh, what about you, uh, Jeremy? What'd you think about it? Uh, I loved it. Um, Rick went like impossible white man like five times. Mm. And I loved it. Yeah, and uh, for me personally, I loved it as well, man. Like, it's a great way to start out the season. Like, I don't think this show gets enough credit for starting strong. Like, it always starts. Like, I've never been disappointed by a premiere uh, from The Walking Dead. Mm-mm. Like, whether it's the mid-season or the um, start of the season. It's always. One of best shows. I don't yeah. know if it's just a budgeting thing. I don't know if it's just they know how to put things to end them with cliffhangers right. or what. But them motherfuckers can start a season so good and this was no exception um because for me uh now all the episodes this this i think the second half of the season are gonna be a little longer than an hour for the most part yeah because they got a story to tell 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're getting extended episodes, but uh, I also just think that like they set so many elements up the first half of this season with different locations and stuff mm-hmm. that when you came back, they were able to do something they haven't done in many episodes which is tell a sequential story that happened in different places right what they've been doing is they'll give you a sequential story but it takes place in mostly one place or um you know they give you a a story that kind of messes with the elements of time a little bit but it takes place in two different places or whatever like i want to say the finale was a like linear like this happened at this time and then this 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 and this happened all over the place Mm -hmm. and then this one was kind of back to that before that we were getting like let's look at the location of the savior's place let's Mm -hmm. look at the kingdom Mm -hmm. let's look at alexandria like this was uh this is a welcome change of pace for me anyway um all right so let's get oh go ahead go ahead jeremy what'd you say i say it's well executed i don't think like you said i don't think they get enough credit for that like and i think you know the the hyper critics of the show you know they you know the special snowflakes of i don't like this right you know that that's the thing they were shit on but it it's really well done yeah especially considering how much they're handling right i mean like so many characters so many locations so many plot lines it's a lot man like um to me it's it's almost like game of thrones ish as far as how many characters except they really can't they don't kill off people as fast as like game of thrones will do sometimes they'll be like all right fuck it we ain't we don't want to deal with nothing in king's land and kill everybody like with this like you kind of have to work your way up and then especially this season and the second half of last season they've just been doing such a great job of building this uh behemoth of a bad guy to kill you know and like just studying how negan works and shit and 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 it's all paying off to me because the bigger the challenge the more you require of the crew and one of the things that's not probably going to get a lot of credit from the naysayers but it should because it's the kind of thing they've been asking for they always shit on the crew for being sloppy now the crew is working so hard to be meticulous and to like really plan out how they're going to do something because they finally really had the challenge that they you know that they were aware of that they tried to fight and they lost like they now have a challenge that is worthy of being meticulous you know uh before this it's kind of like they've been lucky sometimes uh people have had a lot of bluster but they haven't been that good at at fighting right uh you know they've had like you know you have scary like wild cards like the wolves but then when they attack you realize they're not as bad as you thought right like this is the first time where it's been like nah if y'all don't do this right every single one of y'all will die you know right all right let's get into the recap and and this is the first time uh that rick has came a long way but this is the first time he's actually went recruiting because mm. Rick has been against that. Like him and Daryl before had a long conversation where Rick was like, uh, we don't need nobody. We can just do us. And Daryl was like, dog, we need people. We cannot do this shit. And there was, there was never a need from them to really recruit. Right. In his mind, you know, people are power and pe- pe- manpower is power. But in their minds, they had seen the worst of man in some people. Right and they had been burned a couple times and they were really self-reliant so they were like what you know it made perfect sense to be like we don't need to recruit people we don't need a lot of people that's just more mouths to feed more opinions to hear right and then you run up against you know the saviors and you're like okay that's the value of manpower um (laughs) 
All Eventually right. he fucked around with them fuck arounds and got smoked and Right. Uh all right guys, so let's get into it. Gabe, we start with Gabe at the fence on watch duty uh at night, mm-hmm. at which is exactly where we left off. Yes. Which is something I appreciate. I like do too, pick no right time skip. Yeah, we've before when we've had these time these uh half season episodes a lot of times when we come back it's been like a month or so right a big skip yeah this time we came back and they were just straight up like uh mm, remember no that off. remember that, that 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 last scene it's still happening right um, they, i think they actually replayed it yeah yeah, yeah. well they replayed yeah. it no if you okay if you watched the episode before mm-hmm. which was the last season finale like half season finale okay mm-hmm remember if you watch that they have a commercial and then it comes back for that clip of the person watching Gabe yes so all they did was replay that episode so they didn't actually this wasn't even in the preview clip this wasn't that wasn't even part of this episode they just mm-hmm. brought it back okay to kind of remind people yeah they just right. they they just brought it back um, I'm saying like not to remind people I'm just saying they brought it back and they did have like a preview segment but it didn't have anything to do with Gabe like they like that clip okay. was uh, a hang like a after credit scene for the last episode. Yes. All right, so anyway, they come back. Gabe is reading his Bible, studying the Word, uh, and he must have read something real good that got to him, cause like he read that shit and then he like nodded to himself. So it must have been two Corinthians or something. Might have been a passage Kirk Franklin showed him. Yeah, <laughs> I will let the Holy Draco spray. <laughs> Only because he will shoot you in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smith and all you with me. So he um so he uh gets down off the fence and takes a walk through uh the you know the the town or whatever through Alexandria neighborhood and he walks into the storeroom where they keep the guns and the food and uh I know I noticed the second time I watched it the door to the pantry area was open and he did seem a little has like well oh, that's not supposed to be open and then he walked in and uh you just hear a bunch of shit fall over and it sounds like somebody got jumped something happened mm-hmm. um and then the I next gonna, I thought Gabe was out of here right yeah i was like damn then i killed gabe because ah! uh, it did it knew, you knew it wasn't a zombie or nothing it was mm-hmm. just like somebody was waiting on him uh and next thing you know we see a hand grabbing all the cans and stuff in the pantry putting it in a box and you realize as it zooms out like it's gabe and he's in like he's in a sweat a cold sweat mm-hmm. and he's like really rushing and breathing hard and he put all their meager little supplies in a box right then he looked on the in a in the inventory book inventory book and said just checking out loud and then he gathered up all the weapons too and he fueled up a car and he left in the middle of the night in a sweat and as he drove off, we and I had to rewind this because Karen caught it and I didn't at first. As he drove off, you see the silhouette of another person raise up from the back seat. So um, I'm assuming since he's a pastor. Yeah, so I'm assuming since he's a pastor that that must have been Jesus as his co-pilot. Something happened. <laughs> something, something happened because the thing is, I'm like, this sounds completely out of character like for him mm-hmm. just to wreck up everything and leave now if you'd have caught us before i'd have been like yeah that sounds like him mm-hmm. but as time yeah. went on and 
his faith in Rick, his faith in people, like his faith in, uh, like you say, Smith and Weston mm-hmm. is strong. So I, I couldn't, it, it felt like something's not right. And then when I seen that second silhouette, I was mm-hmm. like, this makes most sense. Sound looks like he was forced to do this. Yeah. I don't think he would have left otherwise. And I, and I'm like, what would have convinced him to do it? Like, was the passage of the Bible like, run, nigga, run. Ah. You know? <laughs> So like he um gets uh he leaves and then that's actually when we get the uh opening credits and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the hilltop, Michonne, Rick, Carl, Tara, Maggie, and Sasha are trying to convince and Daryl are trying to convince Gregory, the coward, uh, who oh, runs look. Hilltop, um, the worst mayor of all time. I want him to die so bad. In a like, hard in a horrible like, way. I appreciate him because he's a he's he's a good villain and he makes you hate him but i want him to die so bad so bad and the thing about excuse me him is that you know he's playing a character well for people to feel like that but let's keep it real a lot of people would do the same shit that he's doing that's what i like about the character is because a lot of people who watch the show that hate on it always talk about how cautious they be and they always talk about how they do this and they look out for that and and then they really give you a character that acts the way that people who talk shit about all the decisions that people make on the show right they give you a character that acts like that and you realize that oh maybe he'll live forever but he'll die a thousand deaths as a coward because you don't help anyone trying to survive you capitulate to any bully that comes along you know like this is what happens when you're like i just want to survive at 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 all costs it's like you end up looking like this dude who sits in his house when the action goes on who uh gets punked out of his citizens say say that again who doesn't know his citizens right everyone's name wrong right gets punked out of his alcohol you know like he's like he's that guy that's gonna live like in a wave like he's gonna live but what kind of life is that yeah, and you have people who I'm gonna live by all means necessary for two extremes. You have Rick and them crew going, we're gonna live by all means necessary. We're willing to, we're willing to, to go violently for our all means necessary. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna live by all means necessary. I am willing to bow down. I am willing to kiss shoes. I am willing to kiss ass, whatever it takes. For me personally, I don't really care about my people. Rick and them crew, I care about my people, and me and my people are willing to fight. But with Gregory, when you're like that, you don't inspire you don't um, inspire anybody to want to support and be behind you because they know you don't care. Yeah, it's like the people that didn't realize the subtle difference between like Shane as a leader and Rick as a leader. Like, right. I love when the show does that because there are people that are like, this is how I would be, but then you have to kind of show the pitfalls of like, sure you could be like that but then this is what you would look like and nobody wants to look like gregory no 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 um, i want him to die so bad in a heart like, like some of the stuff that he does like it pragmatically it makes sense logically it makes sense but he is such a fucking coward and i hate his gut so much yeah i want him to die in a horrible way um yes <laughs> so um Gregory uh, is basically telling them, no, I ain't doing none of this shit. Fuck all y'all ideas. And they're like, we can use your people and we need, you know, like the, the saviors, you know, basically 
uh eventually would they find out about our arrangement or if they ever do we're gonna be in trouble and he's like that's why y'all ain't here just leave don't say shit y'all this never happened y'all never met with me he calls uh rick ricky he calls uh maggie margaret like you know before i thought he was taking people's names uh out of out of uh, a mistake almost mm-hmm. but um yeah ricky and margaret is completely just about demeaning them um so just to be a dick uh he says the people at hilltop don't want to fight and they don't know how to fight but my thing is this he don't even know how many fucking people are in the group i don't think he cares he's only talking about himself all right so he it could be a billion people he'd be like the people aren't fighters because he's just thinking about himself i'm not a fighter um right he tries tries to tell um he tries to be like damn jesus even you against me because <laughs> jesus is like man we need to listen to them they write maggie and sasha they they saved us and you just sat in your house in the house and 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 head and All right and people everybody's seen that and he's like damn you work for me jesus and uh so they um um they leave the meeting with him saying no and they gotta leave out the back and um and 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 uh Rick says it's okay because we still got Sasha, we still got Maggie, and we still got Jesus here. And then Maggie's like, "Oh, also we got Enid because Enid's there." And Enid's like, "Y'all come outside. I want to show you something." And it's a group of people from the hilltop that are farmers and all that stuff. And um, and the woman who spoke up, her name was Birdie, uh, with the natural hair with the four C curls. I see you, boo. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, and of course it would be a black woman trying to lead the resistance of course of course a bunch of people in the background like what she said we were her rights matter to us too yeah, um so <laughs> she was like if you could teach us how to fight you really think we can do it then we we, we willing to do it and they start smiling because it was like cool you know we got a little resistance here yep, even I, under gregory's nose yeah they even left with them didn't they it was like we've gone with you. oh did they no stay no no they stayed okay yeah but, yeah but they are within the fight though yeah but right. they know that they got a group that's willing to fight with them right um uh because i think you know obviously sasha maggie enid and jesus are staying in hilltop so they can train them right but now they have a group i, I still worry about gregory because he'll be probably seeing them train and shit and I, I wouldn't be shocked if he sold them out the way he's acting like yeah i can see him going to the saviors on some like they 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 trying to fight back and i ain't with them so if you got to come through just kill everybody don't just leave, let me live you know i can see that totally happening yeah, um, and hopefully and hopefully negan would do to him what he did to spencer yeah i hope so man yeah because that's one thing he don't respect is cowards like mm. It's, well, I think he doesn't respect that dude stabbing Rick in the back. Right. More so, I think he might be okay with Gregory betraying his people. Maybe. Like, I don't, mm. I wouldn't be shocked, you know, cause that's his whole, his whole goal is submission, you know? True. Um, but, uh, and what, what the thing with Negan is he think he has Rick broken, essentially. Mm. So he can't see a need for Spencer when he got a Rick. Uh, cause he needs the people to be capable but not dangerous to him um and that's like a recurring theme you know right uh so then uh they they after that they they're like okay cool let's leave uh gotta get back to alexandria before the saviors you know might for any reason they could be headed over there especially with daryl missing 
and jesus pulls out a walkie-talkie like nope we got a long-range walkie-talkie we can listen in to what they doing and what they saying Mm -hmm. we actually do not have to leave right now and i want to show y'all something else uh i want to take you to the kingdom Mm -hmm. jesus says yes who can say no when jesus wants to take you to the kingdom you go you got to go everybody knows that um so um they arrive at the kingdom and they just roll up in the middle of like a parking lot and stop and ah! they're like jesus what, what we stop here for and he's like you see that extra set of footprints that's me ah! and uh he was like we waiting on and then he's like them and it's richard and some dude on horseback galloping uh, towards them one of my favorite lines uh the dude goes who dares to trespass on the sovereign land of the oh shit jesus is that you <laughs> <laughs> like i guess like, one, I, one thing about the kingdom and i know we'll get the um yeah. to king of zeke in a minute but i hate that they sell that damn lancelot shit so well but i love it at the same time especially from zeke like he get on my nerve but i love it so much yeah it, it like it's amazing because it really makes a a sort of a type of sense but also to a show like this it adds uh something i think that was missing in the first few seasons and that's like the idea of a world that started over and you can create yourself right you know i think we're getting more of that because i think the first few seasons was about trying to reclaim who you already were Mm and now it's like well what if you just had a chance to start over who are you really right without all the trappings of the world and so this idea of just like a kingdom of larpers is so fucking it's like of course you know what i'm for in a way it just makes it's like that is a way to get people back into a civilized civilized organization because i think people really would kind of fall into that um I'm yeah. pretty sure Zeke was a Nigerian scammer before the Zeke <laughs> He's writing them all caps uh, letters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, Richard and whoever the other dude is, um, they 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 basically like, what's up, Jesus? Um, well, you know, what do you want, basically? Um, because jesus ain't supposed to just be popping up on people and he don't know these new motherfuckers Mm-mm. uh he's like who your little friends and i know did you bring it up here in my kingdom right, right. the disciples <laughs> right richard put on a house coat richard put on a house coat and some rollers and was like who your little friends coming with you up here <laughs> i don't i don't know these boys i know you but i don't know them. right um, so um, well, these motherfuckers better not tell my screen though right <laughs> I also like that Richard called Jesus Paul because Richard is so no nonsense. Like he just want to kill the saviors. He don't give a fuck about your nickname. He's like, "What you want, Paul?" And then uh, Jesus is like Richard. Uh, and so they do the introductions, um, and they give Richard's like, "Man, we really shouldn't even be fucking with y'all to be real. Like we got bigger fish to fry. It's a whole big group of y'all." y'all can't come through and jesus like i think they want to meet with king ezekiel and it's gonna it's important and so he's like fine give me give me uh, y'all can't take no guns you gotta leave your car and they gave him uh (laughs) rick goes we only got two (laughs) 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 they're so happy he was was such a nigga in this episode and i love it yeah being rick and that's what i love like he 
uh, uh, once again, leave it to a black woman. His his queen, Michonne, done rekindled the old Rick. Mm-hmm. Ah. Y'all gonna fuck around, turn me into the old me. What? Yes, sir. Um. So yeah, they um uh they so so they give him the guns and they follow richard into the kingdom and on the way there they have like a little conversation where um richard talks to jesus about like look man none of this shit matters until we handle the real problem because you know i'm talking to you because you got a backbone and a brain unlike gregory so they have a, a dealings going way back it seems which is fucked up because if you think about it gregory never told them about the kingdom so unless he's only heard of gregory through secondhand knowledge or something um it's like the kingdom and and hilltop know each other and the hilltop never thought probably because greg's in charge about fighting back in, in any way mm-hmm. um yeah. anyway so they do end up oh good point yes. somebody said they trade yeah okay so they trade and they never thought about this savior issue and how to fight back on it they just both thought i guess we'll keep what little bit of peace we got yeah, because Gregory is just a coward, and with Ezekiel, his people don't even know about his plan. He actually comes outside to do everything he needs to do, just so they won't actually come on site. But Gregory and them, they actually come to their location. And they're pretty lucky that they ran into Richard, of all the people, too, because he's like low-key Liam Neeson, just want to, like, he want to give revenge shit. All the other yeah. people out there don't even either. Don't. Speaking of impossible white man. Yeah, Richard think he definitely Liam Neeson had taken, and, uh, except for that crime he was doing. But uh, it's funny, though, because, like, it, I feel like other people don't even know about the deal or they just don't want to fight back, you know. So okay. it was cool that they met I, him. I don't – yeah, they don't. They don't know. Yeah, so, all right. They go back to the kingdom. Uh, I fucking love how they transition to the kingdom. Like, it goes from just the ambient sounds, of course, to you get to the kingdom, and they have, like, a acoustic uh, guitar, like, playing some string instrument playing. It sounds like the background music to a role-playing game. Ah! Like, it really does. It was, it was, it was peak elevator music. Like, yeah, it was, I mean, like, it's, it's so surreal in this... And that's such a beautiful touch, but it's so surreal in this universe of just dark, dark, darkness. And then they get there and it's like gardens and people are dancing and, and people are, 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 are running and, and, and yeah, jogging, not even running for their lives, but just mm-hmm. to stay in shape. You got guards and, um, and, and armor who are jogging to stay like in shape. Right. Uh, it's just so, you know, such a different oasis compared to, you know, obviously, uh, alexandria and hilltop you know after right. we've seen what like, happened to like him. it's like it's the backdrop for like the transition it was like like if rod could like capture that sound it would probably be the permanent intro to white people news <laughs> <laughs> it was like the legend of zelda theme or some shit like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just so fucking like laid back and chill um and so they get there and people just jogging standing around all kinds of shit tara uh spots morgan and rick asked morgan if he found carol carol uh and oh by the way and morgan like hugs tara shake handshakes rick uh and they're like all right let's go meet king ezekiel as soon as everybody turns around he just rick just goes up to morgan like where's carol like he ain't even give a fuck about morgan (laughs) he was like hey nigga where's carol dog that's who i sent you after 
and of course morgan gave him the whole spiel like uh i i met up with her she got shot mm-hmm. i saved her uh his uh lenny williams uh lenny it's lenny james right let me make sure that's right before i say it fuck up his name but um the actor who plays morgan mm-hmm. he's just so good man he's very good like the way his yeah lenny james the way his voice cracked when he said he had to kill somebody like it was just so slight but it just lets you know the impact of it like morgan still ain't built for nobodies Mm-mm. you know like it hurt him to have to kill that dude and he'll never forget that like mm-hmm. killing like that's what lets you know that because everybody um people do this a lot with this show where it's like oh carol got a gun she back or <laughs> you know morgan ready to fight he kills somebody i'm like i think you guys are jumping ahead of the, of the plot now i don't think they've shown enough to show that his this person is over all that shit they went through right and i don't think he's over it you know mm-hmm. but yeah his morgan voice very, morgan is still very all lives matter yeah like he was like i killed a man i killed him because i had to and i was like oh damn this nigga really about to like, cry every time, every time he explained like why he had to kill somebody he had to go to like a bill withers ass voice <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like a old grandma's hands ass voice i had to take a life rick like that, that nigga be hurt bruh uh so rick makes an appeal to ezekiel when they go in there to meet him in the auditorium uh with of course shiva on the stage and jerry yeah, and jesus didn't tell them so jesus is actually talking to everybody else back up at that door like what the fuck jerry really was you holding know, everybody's face when they saw damn shiva that shit had me rolling especially rick rick was looking like these motherfuckers got a tiger yeah jerry first of all a few things about to see jerry was wearing some kind of like fryer tuck ass get up i don't know what it was and and he was holding a fucking axe um and uh and then um obviously jesus just walks through and starts talking like this is king ezekiel and then he turns around and looks at the crew and that's when you see everybody huddled by the door like is this nigga acting like a tiger is not right here petrified too. sasha's face is the best yes it was. her face is the best um uh sonequa sonequa martin green like her face really looked like that tiger was in that room um but but yeah everybody faces like are you not seeing the tiger (laughs) are we going crazy and you you're fine right it was Um, like they were looking at a powerpoint of a tiger like if you see here right you'll you'll see the fangs and this motherfucker can kill you it was like the face every kid made in the x uh in the sex ed class when they got to the std presentation like it was everybody's face like oh what the fuck it's a tiger <laughs> um so then rick made an appeal to ezekiel and it ended up getting sidetracked because rick's like we got these saviors and they trying to you know they 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 basically trying to just uh crush us and kill us and we're gonna fight them back and ezekiel like hold up player uh, um jesus you told these niggas we got to deal with the saviors and jesus like yeah i just felt like i had to tell them because you know uh this is what you know th- like we do we need to solve this problem and they need your help and then he was like uh yeah man but we tr- told you that shit in secrecy my own people don't even know we got it and jesus like well can you just hear him out and then jerry's like do not interrupt the king <laughs> i was like jerry lives for that moment yes! jerry wakes yes! up every moment hoping somebody gonna interrupt the king so he can yell at their ass and get his one line out the day 
And what's right, that? like every episode that he's in, he usually only get like one or two lines, but he delivers them. <laughs> yes, he's the best. And he looks like if Push came to show, he'd probably get his ass whooped, but he's like, I am here by the king. Yeah, the thing I like about Jerry is I feel like after they, like when they had lunch later on that day, Jerry turns to like Ben or whoever, and he's like, hey man, you see when I told him not interrupt the king though? Yes! Hey, <laughs> I nailed that shit, bro um so jerry tells him not to interrupt the king and morgan um they they tell him like basically the saviors have been killing our people and morgan asks who right because he had they had been there and rosita runs the list down of all the people that's dead and right. morgan's face just looked like god damn that's a lot of people and then um rosita thought that meant he had an attitude she was like what you got something to say or something yeah. Like you gonna say you were right? And Morgan was like, "No, I was just, you know, like sad that yeah, my friends I was just died." Morning, I, I, ain't, yeah. I ain't got no attitude. You, you yeah, just <laughs> like, like Rosita annoyed. We'll get into it as you continue yeah. uh, the recap, Rob. But Rosita annoyed me so damn much this episode. Yeah, she was the worst because I was like, "Yeah, you you saying all that shit, you know, but you just gonna forget like you ain't get Olivia killed and get um." Eugene, uh, Eugene turned into uh 12 years of Eugene. Come on. 12, 12 years Where of mullet. <laughs> I was like, you just gonna act like you had nothing to do with that with your one bullet ass plan, motherfucker? Ugh. So yeah, she just had a hella attitude th- this week. Um, and so, but Morgan didn't even want no problems. He was just like, uh, okay then, I guess. Yeah, she came in, nook. If you, bu- I, don't, I don't want no man. Right. Man, I, I did not come here for this so um yeah they talk about how negan has used the, the the violence and the fear and he escalates his tactics and whatever deal you have with him eventually it's not enough and he was telling the truth right and basically Ezekiel's like but it's been fine with us they haven't done any of that they you know we're good right now um you were right now right and uh richard even joined in to appeal to Ezekiel. like look man we have to do this they have the the they need us they we have the weapons we have the people we can definitely do this and we just join them um and ezekiel's like well uh why don't y'all sup with us tonight and because uh, he can't just say y'all want dinner uh and he's like and i'll make my decision in the morning they was like man we can't be staying overnight he's in his decree that yeah. shit had me ah! my decree in the morning and then and then they were like man we gotta get back home dog like you know saviors is on these streets bro what you talking about um and he was like nah y'all gotta y'all gotta hang out with me um today so uh <laughs> they uh you know they they basically have to kick it there um for the for the duration of the evening right um so uh Rick, Rick, I'm not, I'm not moving on yet. Hold on. So then Rick tells a story. So, so Rick, cause you know, like he's already hit him with the no, but Rick's like, there's, there's a story about a rock that was in the road. And long story short, there was rock and road. It was fucking everybody shit up. Uh, this girl, uh, had like her family made wine and she was going to deliver it and the fucking, buggy the wagon hit the rock and it broke the fucking wine cask and all the wine flooded into the dirt and got soaked up and she sat there and cried and shit and then she finally decided fuck it i'm about to move this rock 
out of the road because they're fucked up too many people and so she dug the rock out of the road and then she went to go fill back the fill the hole back with dirt and she looked down there it was a bag of gold and long story short or longer or whatever they the king had put a bag of gold underneath this rock because he said whoever did it would be uh a person like we rewarded and their life should be changed for what they did for everybody else um like that that was like he what's my what's my man's name from um a time to kill uh <laughs> oh you talking about mcconaughey's character yes like that was rick's <laughs> mcconaughey moment like yeah <laughs> yeah imagine if that yeah, rock was white he was like, and that little girl she put that rock in the road is it <laughs> <laughs> like, he, rick was selling that shit yeah it's like and now imagine if that rock was white what <laughs> ah! Only thing was this was all right, all right, all right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All we, need, all we needed was like Richard to just burst out. Yes, the saviors deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they killed. He killed that jail. He killed that joint though. Um, and so, um, at but after that, they still he was like, I'll talk to y'all niggas in the morning. Uh, <laughs> 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 like he didn't even like. I thought he was gonna be like and you know what you changed my mind you know uh <laughs> but instead he, he didn't uh low-key the other some of my other favorite thing of it in this scene when jesus first showed up i love the way ezekiel said jesus name he was like jesus <laughs> <laughs> it was so good oh it was so good man oh and, and richard man they gotta check his emails because that nigga's a warhawk okay like that, <laughs> that motherfucker is trying to start a war, man. You don't give a fuck, man. So I, I, I don't, cause they really hadn't really went into his background, and they may or may not. But right. I think his family got killed by them, or, or, or like something's happened, or he's lost somebody dear because of the saviors, and mm. he's like, I'm looking for revenge. It does seem like there's more to the story, cause why would you mm-hmm. do the part about the trailer with him crying? Right. Like something's up. Yeah, why is he such a key character to telling that story? I hope he don't do something like try to betray or backstab Ezekiel, but shit, it is what it is, right? Um, also, Morgan was asked by Ezekiel what he thought about all this. And, cause, cause everybody said we need to do it. And he asked Morgan, and Morgan like, me? And he was like, yes, you. Uh, what do you think? And Morgan, he was like, speak or whatever. And Morgan was like, I think a lot of people could get killed. And I said, this nigga! Uh, and the camera... Ass Morgan. The camera work was so good. Yeah, Because as he started his I don't know ass speech, where he, you know, where he was, where they both side, same size of the same coin to me, like, they, <laughs> like, they, they cut, they cut to Rick and Michonne, and Sorry. they were completely relationship goals, because they face was the same level of i'm about to i it was if, so if, disgusting if these people weren't here i would smack the shit out of you it was like your mama at church when she gonna give you a whooping later like it, that's how her face looked like they face <laughs> like lord jesus give me the strength yeah. to kill this boy after the in uh, the car or, or, or it's like y'all up there for the um easter uh thing where all the kids do their easter speech and, you, and their mama look like Boy, please, please don't, please, please don't fuck up the speech in front of everybody, cause you, you embarrassing me, boy. Right. 
so yeah after morgan folded on their ass ah! with his punk ass <laughs> yes. i hate I, I just his plans be so stupid it's well, maybe we can talk them into killing themselves. Like, what? what? He's like, he's Let's like the Van chance. Jones of that show. He is the Van. Yeah, he is the Van Jones. Mm-hmm. And he was like, like he was like, well, what if we just like kidnap him, take their leaders? Like, what, what, nigga? That don't make no sense, dog. <laughs> How do you think that's gonna work? You haven't even been here. You don't even. We just told you all the people that's dead, and you sitting up here like, well, maybe we can play freeze tag with them. No, Morgan, we can't. <laughs> They're not playing by the same rules, guys. <laughs> can we, can we like talk a minute? It's like he's trying to like formulate like a a, a, a Washington Generals ass play against the Harlem Gold. Right. Like nigga, that's not gonna work. Can we talk them into killing themselves for us? Yeah, he <laughs> like, went. Like he's trying to get them to do like hypnosis or some shit. Like Morgan, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Right, he want to know people will. We got to give him a chance. Can't we see his side? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no, we don't I'm, care about his side. I'm gonna give Trump a chance. He's That's the president true. and the pilot. I mean, like, don't think out of opinions matter. Right, really. Ah! Think about it. So anyway, um, right, everybody egged Morgan except for King Ezekiel. All right. Who told him? I'll tell y'all in the morning how I really feel about this shit. Um and rick didn't even get to take up a collection at this sermon because of that mm-hmm. um <laughs> in the service right fucking up the building uh, what'd you say what'd you say just fucking up the building fund ain't even right. gonna have a damn dough knob on the church right <laughs> like jerry and you know that sermon was good because jerry was like yeah what he said because he was like he, he said he said uh and then she looked in there it was a bag of gold jerry was like all right like <laughs> listening <laughs> he, was, he was getting it man um so yeah um he uh so yeah they they had to sit on it so we come back uh and ben is out in the woods and he rolls up on carol by mistake and almost gets shot because carol shot. stay ready like she had a she had a rifle and she had her side piece just out here hanging out in the woods doing god knows what um ready all stars yeah right just be just stay ready uh ever ready is the only batteries that she will ever use <laughs> uh so she had the guns uh pointed at him and he was like oh shit carol and she's like boy i was like to blow your motherfucking head off coming out here playing uh stomping around making all that damn noise she looked at him like when you she looked at him like when you you go to your grandma's house and you and your little cousins playing outside and y'all go too far into her uh, flower bed mm-hmm. and fuck around and travel on stuff. She looked, boy, I will. Mm-hmm. Give me a switch. That's how she looked at him. Like, she looked like uh, every parent that wanted to give somebody a whooping, but the kid didn't do nothing wrong. Like, <laughs> boy, you out here in your motherfucking church club? Oh, them your play clothes. Boy, uh, boy, I'm gonna go on this side before I I'm sorry. <laughs> get you whoop you for nothing so she um so what'd you say but she she that that parent like she they she they won't give you a whooping because you didn't do nothing wrong but they'll give you that look like but just know right in case right like i was right i was in i was in whooping mode so he he basically said she was like and why didn't you just run like you always do bitch 
and he was like ah! because i'm out here practicing on these zombies i got my bow staff i'm working on my gun you're taking it seriously too you know yeah he's like i just enrolled in devry like i'm i'm gonna be a computer science major <laughs> yes i did you know didn't you see the commercial about education connection i, right. you know, I was looking into that too <laughs> he was he was studying he's studying them zombies dog yes. uh so he was he was up there uh talking talking to um carol about it and carol was like that's cool and shit but um you know you need to stop coming your ass out here and he was like well uh ezekiel be thinking about you and shit and i gotta come out here and let him know you okay and stuff he gonna always want to know she like would tell him to stop he's like you know he ain't gonna listen to that and he you know he just he just certain people that he cares about um and uh she was like well um whatever dog just get out of here and stop making so much noise when you walk out of here go uh heel toe instead of just stomping through the yard like you've been doing why are you making a leash russell right he asked her did she want some water and some food and she was like no nigga i'm carol like i got enough i got enough of y'all motherfucking avocados and shit in my house <laughs> like i'm good on that player and she was like why do you carry that he was like case you know me somebody need help and i was like man this boy is too sweet to be in the z pock like he's so nice mm-hmm. right. um yeah that's gonna be me that's why i'm gonna get fucked up and die within the first few days give all your water and food away um i'm not gonna make it so then um she sent him on his way or whatever he gets back um to the crib and ezekiel is telling his ben's younger brother he's telling him a bedtime story which turns out to be martin luther king's free at last speech black history yes i was i was like he giving this black boy negro spiritual the only thing missing was instead of them damn uh that damn ukulele or whatever they've been playing they should have had some like african-american drums or yes! they should have had like a black choir like they should have busted out what they should have busted out what they lift their before right. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was like free at last free at last overrun jordan <laughs> frank thank god almighty he's free at last good night son and then ben walked so in sweet. and ben was like uh are oh, you telling bedtime stories like well you wasn't here and what was you at for dinner dog and ben was like i was out in the wood fucking up them zombies i killed me two zombies today mm-hmm. and i was practicing with the gun all time record yeah zeke looked like <laughs> impressed like good you know my squire is building up you know his father died uh ben's father died under ezekiel's order so he was kind of like i think he feels a responsibility to ben right um and then ben he was like um yeah i ran into carol and then he really peaked up because he's like oh shit you what was she talking what was she wearing what was she talking about ah. and, uh he you was like, <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, she say anything about, uh, the swirl? No? Okay. All right. Well, let me know. Let me know. She say anything about me chopping up them geriatric tra- cakes. Just let me know. Aww. Um, so yeah, she, uh, he basically said, she asked me why I had water and food. And he said, and why do you have that? He said, the same reason you should help those people that came earlier today, Rick and them. And he was like, Ex- extrapolate. Uh, <laughs> How Ezekiel be using Stephen A. Smith words? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Elab- elaborate. What if Stephen A. Smith played Ezekiel? That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, he'd be so loud. The dreads got to still start way back here. <laughs> this is absolutely ludicrous, Rick. This is absolutely ludicrous. 
Yes, asinine. I find the mere suggestion of what you're saying to be preposterous and malignant. <laughs> oh shit! Now I want to Dyson Jr. Word. I can't unsee it now. Right now I want to see it. Hello, <laughs> that motherfucking tiger. Oh, that should be the best. It'd be so loud. <laughs> Just like imagine, imagine, imagine Stephen A. Smith Ezekiel trying to barter with Negan. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, Nick, Negan, please. I said Negan, please, not nigga, please. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, man, it's like six black people that like that joke. (laughs) Either him or Ti. Oh, nigga. Oh, I can't see Ti doing it, man. He too laid back, but that shit would be funny. But yeah, it'd be I, funny just for the memes, cause like I can picture him wearing that wig. Right, I can see. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he would do it so wrong. It wouldn't sound like Renaissance Fair or nothing. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> Indubitably, Rick. <laughs> um, so so so. Uh, anyway, uh, Ben tells him like, "Man, you should help him," and he's like, "That's what you think." And he says, I thank you for your wise counsel and your father will be proud. Um, which is kind of giving you like a, a more of a good feeling since you know that Ezekiel's decision is going to change, determine a lot of stuff, stuff for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, in the morning, we get some acoustic RPG background noise. Uh, we, we see people in the kingdom practicing archery and there's a guard squad jogging again and Rick and them meet in town square and, um, it was, was definitely Legend of Zelda Hyrule Castle. Yeah, it was. <laughs> 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 uh, so Ezekiel tells him. They getting their heart levels up and shit. Ezekiel tells yeah. the uh, story. Yeah. Master Sword. Yeah. All right, they found a they found a fairy. They gave him a whole bunch more powers. Yes. Uh, so they 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 basically Ezekiel says no, but first he tells him the story of how he tried to expand the kingdom. The same story we've heard before about how Ben lost his father. So at this point, like I had a big conspiracy theory of really they ran into Negan, Negan fucked them up and they were so scared that they just started making deals. But it sounded more, this is like the third or fourth time they repeated it. It sounded like that's true. Like apparently they really did just want to expand the kingdom. They ran into some, uh, walkers. Some people got bit and killed and lost arms and limbs and shit. And he feels really responsible for that. So his whole thing is my whole goal is just to protect my people. And if that means making a deal with the saviors where they never come here and fuck up anybody, but we have to give them stuff on the low, I'd rather do that. And I have a piece now. We just, we're going to do that. And Rick was like, it's not the same as the walker thing because the walkers don't rule you. Right. You know, he's like this Negan, you know, these motherfuckers rule us. They take our shit. They kill our people. Um, and he's like, well, they've been honoring the deal and I have a piece and I have to do everything I have to do can to protect that. And, uh, he says, but I can't help you, but I can let Daryl stay here. I offer him asylum while he, you know, since Negan will be looking for him at the hilltop in Alexandria, he can stay here with us because the saviors never set foot inside of the kingdom. And Daryl's like, for how long? Um, and but also Daryl talked the most shit too. Cause like, it was a part where he said no. And Daryl was like, you supposed to be some kind of damn king. I was like, yeah, Daryl was Daryl. You know what? Daryl was max. 
he channeled his inner Max. He was fed up with all this shit this episode. He was like, I'm not here for no bullshit. My thing with Daryl was like, hey man, you gonna take some of that sizzle out your voice when you talking to a black man with a tiger like this, okay? Like, you, you <laughs> saved that shit. Like, you talk to Greg like that, I don't give a fuck. It's some ain't sound, maybe it's just his accent. I ain't like the way he was talking to Zeke. I was like, who the fuck you think you talking to, white boy? Y'all can get the, what is Zeke with a broke character? If you're like, boy, who the cracker think he talking to? Yeah, it's because Daryl already sound like twelve years a slave himself, so it just don't seem right coming from him. He sound like twelve years a master, dog. He's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think Daryl fuck around and fuck that tiger up. He was like, look, you act like I'm not a country boy. Come on, I will fuck you up, tiger. I feel like in ah. real in real life, Daryl would have been like, I, he's not my president about Obama and shit. Ah, he's not my president. I like I don't trust. <laughs> feel like he vote for Trump too, but. People give him a pass because he cooler than his racist brother Merle and shit. Like, uh-huh. nah, king nigga, that shit didn't strike me right, man. I don't, I don't appreciate him talking bad to the king like that. Because uh, everybody else was being nice, even though it was awkward. Like they were stumbling over that king. They're like, now listen, Zeke, King Ezekiel, listen, I just need your help, you know. But Daryl was the only one. He's supposed to be a damn king. Uh, <laughs> like I just want to put my hands on somebody. Right, and he still offered them a, 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 a asylum anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was and, the right thing to do. And Daryl didn't even want to stay, so I'm not staying in this black ass ghetto. <laughs> 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 like you got to. Uh, so yeah, they go to leave, and Sasha walks over to Rosita, and she's like, "I knew he was gonna say that, even though we stayed the whole night. I just could tell he wasn't ready to fight, and even though I knew it." When he said no, it still pissed me off. And Rosita was like, uh, just because we fucked the same dead guy don't make us friends, sis. And I was like... That shit... I, like... It, it was like... It, it, that shit pissed me off. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, Rosita, girl, what are you doing? It's like she, it's like she mad. It's like she still want the dick. It's like, girl, the dick dead. What are you right. doing? What kind of love and hip-hop baby mama beef is this? Ah, right, but like the- she... <laughs> But the, but the thing is, it's like it's like she it's like she acting like um Yandy and fucking Samantha. It's like right. girl, what are you doing? I, I think for me, it just sounded very kind of just harsh and out the blue. But it's one of those things where she been mad like on the low. How about that? On the low, that's what she been saying. She she been mad ever mm-hmm. since they got together. She quote unquote pretended and just kind of coped with it, but she been mad. And yeah. it's one of these things where it was like, nah, bitch, we agreed to bury him and shit like that, but it don't mean we cool, bitch. Mm, yeah. They definitely. Before you call me a cheap hoe, worry about your daughter, because you're the one who's having kids and don't know who the dad is. Who's the hoe now? That's how I came out. <laughs> like, the whole <laughs> Rosita's, Rosita's entire vibe. I'm from Brooklyn, so I'm from New York. What's really good, son? I don't play no games, yeah. yo. The whole fucking show, and I was so like, sick of it. It's like, but but the thing with me is like Rosita, like I agree, Karen, like she's been mad the whole time. But I'm like, okay, like you giving Sasha the third degree, but your dude was a hoe, so it's like, what you mad at her for? Right, and he did you right. 
I mean, he basically just woke up and was like, hey, I don't want to be cheating and shit, so I'm about to just go move in with my other girl. Uh, you know, that is not coming home. Uh, and went and moved in with Sunshine. Yeah, but it, it don't make that pain not real, though. I know, but she's still mad. She, I got a lot to be mad about. Mm. But it's like, the nigga is dead. <laughs> she don't, she don't care. He's it dead. We've moved on. Emotions ain't got to be realistic or logical. If you don't grieve that ginger bastard and move the <laughs> fuck on. <laughs> I know that mother dick couldn't have been that good. Come on. The biz quick couldn't have been pouring like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her other dick got killed by Negan for being a coward. It's just like she just, it's like every, every dick she touches dies. And like she just has the scorn of orgasm past just in her, just mad at all mm-hmm. times. All right, huh? Sasha got that in common. Yeah, I'm mad that, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm not mad, but I like how Sasha just took it in stride though. She's like, whatever. Like right, her right. face wasn't even like, bitch. It was just kind of like, fine then. Yeah, we, we ain't got to be cool then, bitch. We realized she was like, shit, we could just be co-workers. I mean, I'm cool right. with that if you cool with that. You think too many people complain about black men dying on this show and that's why they won't kill Morgan and Gabe? No. Okay. No, Cause no. I feel like, I feel thing. like the writers being petty was like, we're going to make them live forever. I hope they do. <laughs> um, I, at first I wanted Gabe to die, but he done redeemed himself. So he has. I'm cool. I'm cool with Gabe, but Morgan. And also, I think. I want to be there for Morgan. Cause like the thing with Morgan is like, he's the, He's kind of like what Glenn was with the group, so for us like still holding on to some kind of form of humanity. But at the same time, dog, you got to know when to be human and when to fuck a motherfucker up. Yeah, and one of the things I do like Daryl staying there means maybe we'll get to see him meet up with Carol. Yeah, that. that if anybody that. can track Carol in the woods. Mm-hmm. it's daryl you're gonna sneak out and fuck around and find her because morgan said she was gone and then maybe that's what he'll be like well i'm gonna find her you know yeah they're gonna go on the him. he's gonna be gone she's gonna be mad as fuck when he show up of course because she and, can't not care about daryl right and she's gonna be like morgan told you and he's gonna be like no and then that's when they're gonna find out that morgan did and he stopped her from leaving last time you know remember when she got that car mm-hmm. she was leaving yeah um, she was on her way out and also i think that uh, Ezekiel is where Rick was prior when Rick was before mm-hmm. uh, Ezekiel's like I will do what I can to save my people no we will not fight no we will not book because mm-hmm. I just it's like that fear of not wanting people to die but your people suffer out of you not wanting people to and, die and his people didn't even die through me right so he just paralyzed out of fear for just selfishness he's just uh, um right. so and, oh, go ahead. Uh, one more thing and in my personal opinion this is just my guesstimation because I don't really know I think that Ezekiel and them will fight mm-hmm. I think something's going to happen either um, Negan them going to mess around and fuck somebody up or something traumatic is going to happen like something's going to happen I mean we already saw to, to the, the exchange barely happened the last time they did it they got that one dude that's a dick right so i mean he's pushing yeah so anything like that's how fragile that piece is um but i think it's gonna cost somebody their life like i my like what i was thinking is like 
something gonna happen to ben like ben right. might die and then zeke will be like man fuck these motherfuckers dog right and he, he, he's too he's too sweet and then mm-hmm. he's too close to um is right to zeke. and like it's like that that setup is just too perfect he's training yeah he's trying to do good by his father Zeke feels responsible for his father getting killed. Mm-hmm. He he um he has a little sense of Ben has a little sense of adventure or something's gonna go wrong where he he's gonna die or something's gonna happen to him where Nick is go, Zeke is gonna be like, All right, Shiva, kill this motherfucker. Right. Uh Rick tells Morgan that uh Morgan could change Ezekiel's mind, but he won't. And Morgan tells Rick he should stay and talk to him. And I'm like, Morgan, you just don't get it. They don't have time to talk. Mm-hmm. The time they should make you come back to Alexandria just so you can see how real this shit is. Right. Uh, you, you didn't have to deal with that. What it's like when you ain't got no guns and no food, motherfucker. You know, and, and your baby's at home crying out alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry. Mm. Um, by Morgan, I mean by um, what you call looking over you. Mm-hmm. Um. So wait a minute. Who the fuck is watching the baby? Gabe got kidnapped. Where's Julia? <laughs> Her other babysitter got shot. Yeah. Olivia shot. She dead. Gabe got kidnapped. Who the fuck was watching that baby? Damn, what a plot hole. That's a good like, in the list of that, because we, we always asking that question, who is watching Judith? Yeah, who's watching yeah. Judith? Yeah, yeah not ain't Judith. ain't the black man. That, he done hit them by them stories. Gabe kidnapped. I mean, what the fuck? Where's Julia? Where's Carl? Carl with them. He had his father hat on. He went with them. Oh, that's real. What the fuck? Who the fuck is watching ah! Judith? She watching herself. Jesus. Hope that baby's okay. <laughs> right? Anyway. What about what about the kids in Wisconsin? What about the kids? Right? Somebody to kick the cheese off the table. What about the kids in Wisconsin? Um, so uh <laughs> Rick uh tells Morgan that he could change his mind. Morgan says stay and talk. Uh Richard says, Hey man, well fuck it. Even if Zeke won't join you. I'll join up with your crew. How many y'all got? And Rick like, man, we only have enough to take on the outpost at the moment. Right. We'll have enough guns or people. And Richard discussed how it's not even just about having the people and the numbers. He's like, everything they do makes them stronger. They take from us, make us weaker. Then they get our food, their provisions, our guns. It makes that group stronger and stronger. So it's it's like time is ticking against us in more than one way. And he sees that. Right. And he's like, and he was pissed, you know. And uh, Daryl, Rick told Daryl to stay and told him also, like, maybe you could talk to Ezekiel or just stay him into submission or something. Right. Um, and then they get on the road, driving home, and they hear on the uh, intercom, on the walkie-talkie they stole, Negan is eulogizing Fat Joey. <laughs> that was, was hilarious. He's like, without Fat Joey, Skinny Joey, it's just Joey. It's a goddamn tragedy. Ah! Let's have a moment of he silence. So He's so good. Like, like he, he, he was like, we were just talking about uh, oral sex not too long ago. Yeah, he said we was just talking about oral sex on Lucille. Yeah, because he said he had a good sense of humor. I'm like, Joey was not laughing. He was scared as fuck. Right. Uh, so, but yeah, it was just man, Jeffrey Dean Morgan not even in this episode that he just stole the show. Um, so they also see the Savior's base from the highway. So now they know that location because they've been there, you know, in different ways. Uh, they decide that uh, their their road is blocked by some cars, and uh, they decide to, and it's the on ramp. So they decide to move the cars and then move the cars back, uh, so the saviors won't know that they went did that. Mm-hmm. To which I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Like that's the kind of shit 
that i'm talking about man like be smart you don't have like everything doesn't have to be fuck them and y'all now know that y'all up against an enemy that has thought out every fucking different scenario right it's time to start moving with some type of purpose rather than just yeah rather than just trying to rush in and do everything um so they do that they start moving the cars michonne notices something on the highway and it's a bunch of explosives set up on the tripwire uh they say the explosives are set up for a herd of walkers to set off um and then they decide and which we have heard them talk about jesus said he heard it when he was in the back of the truck i had wondered what the fuck that conversation was about yes and and this takes us back to previously when they got stranded when jesus was with them and they was talking about that herd and that's what i'm just that's what i just said jesus overheard it when he was in the back of the truck and those two dudes had a conversation about fat joy setting up the explosives and using the herd to to trip it somehow we just didn't know what they were talking about with okay you know and i'm assuming it was smart to kind of keep keep that herd away from them whatever it takes to keep it out of their vicinity yeah i don't know if they blowing up the herd like i don't know 100 percent what the plan with the explosives were they were trying to blow up something on the highway okay. or what but they had this tripwire set off to explode when the walkers like whenever they walked into it well, maybe to divert them but nah they walked through just about everything yeah i don't know and then they had the highway block so they couldn't leave the highway so I don't know exactly what they were trying to do with it, but we just know that they, they were going to blow that shit up. True. Um, at any rate, apparently Rosita can um, disarm explosives. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's part of she was in the military and that's some military training or what, but she figured that shit out. Uh, maybe she just was like, I'm so angry. I can do anything. <laughs> I apparently, and I tweeted this. I was like, this, is turn- this, this segment of the show has turned into Metal Gear Solid Rosita. Right. It really did. Ah! I, lo- I love how... Um, I love how Tara backed up a little bit and she was like, if this shit blows up, you backing up 10 feet ain't about to save nothing. <laughs> like, we, you about to die anyway. Cause there's a lot of explosives here, baby. Yeah. Um, but you know, on the, on the real, that was, that was an MVP type move. Um, so, uh, the saviors apparently had set up this explosive thing. They, the, they dis, uh, Rosita disarms it and they all have to go get the explosives off the wire. And it's like intense music stars playing. And this scene, the way they filmed it was brilliant. Like, it's, it's like beautiful. the time is ticking. Like, you know that there's a herd of walkers on the way that would have tripped this thing. Um, you know that, uh, they have to get the explosives off without blowing themselves up. And Rosita's like telling them, like, if it's damaged, don't take it. If it's cut, if it's dented, don't take it like the shit could blow up or whatever the only thing that would have made this better if data had like a a, a 24 beep, beep, mm-hmm. beep, beep. oh this was this was definitely impossible white man time yeah if a mission impossible would have been playing that theme song yes! uh so they're disarming the shit and while they're doing taking them down just they do that negan cops on the walkie-talkie again and says they have a red situation because he discovered that daryl has escaped and he assumes that he went back to Alexandria like the wild animal he is. And they said he's and Simon, the the second in command, is like, I'll go out there, boss, I'll beat up by lunchtime. And so now they got that clock ticking. Right. They gotta get back to Alexandria. So it's like Walker's coming, the f- gotta get to Alexandria, don't wanna set out these explosives. It's you know, then they realize we haven't moved the cars back onto the off on the in in ramp on ramp. So then Rick has Rosita call and um, 
Tara go do that while him and Michonne get the rest of the explosives. He tells Sasha and Jesus to walk back to Hilltop. Um, as the, and this is always the walkers are getting closer and closer and closer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, Rosita looked at one of the explosives and was like, don't take that one. It looks fucked up. And then put it in the middle of the, um, highway. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah, in the middle of the highway. And then, um, uh, Rick, Rick and Michonne realized that, and I watched this scene several times because the first time I watched it, I was confused as fuck, to be honest, y'all. But, uh, what it was is, the walkers were coming from like the like they were coming from the highway like if there's an on ramp Mm -hmm. they were coming from the direction that the on ramp was Mm -hmm. so what happened was and 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 they had got on the on ramp but they didn't go the right way down the highway they went to the they went backwards right Right. so and that's how they kind of like against traffic and that's how they had spotted the explosives and shit (gasps) so they they were basically ahead closer to the walkers at the on ramp when they moved the cars back than rick and michonne were at with the where the dynamite was so they got in rick came up with a plan where they would each get in the car and this wire is attached to this car and he's like we're gonna start these cars when i put my hand down uh and and, and michonne's like yep i got it and they got in because they were they relationship goes and they don't have to explain anything to us and um they hot wired the cars meanwhile the 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 oh, SU- they left the keys in, the, in all those cars. No, they hotwired oh, okay. them. They they were laying down hotwired. That's right. They did. Yeah, they were laying down hotwired the shit out of. So then, um, like shade tree mechanics, right? Yeah, <laughs> like apparently they, you know, hey, after a few years in the Z park, I guess everybody gonna know how to hotwire a car. Shit, you, shit, you better. I would even learn how to do it, and I don't right. know how to do shit. So they, um, so they, the wires attached to these cars, and they do the, in my opinion the coolest zombie killing stunt they have ever fucking done on this show yes where michonne and rick celebrate valentine's day yeah they do by driving down the highway with the steel wire attached to the front of both cars as they drive through a herd of zombies just decapitating like fucking split them in half just oh so many it was so beautiful hundreds of them so gross and then they get out oh go ahead they definitely went into like overkill mode on like Call of Duty. That shit look yo. That shit looked like the beginning of the wrong guys when um ah! when Sam Jackson and um the Rock and the Rock look at each other and then jump. They say aim for the bush and then they jump off the building. That's how they look when they was driving. Like you ready? Let's go! And just Fast and Furious Eight like capitated yeah, them fucking zombies. Oh, it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, convenient zombie rules. They ran through a field of fucking zombies trying to attack them, like right. they like they were the, the Falcons' defense in the fourth quarter of Super Bowl. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Aww. But come on, man, it was right there. Um, and <laughs> zombies, you could have won. <laughs> you had a lead, zombies. We were, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you, you. motherfucker. Rick, you look like Tom Brady. Anyway. <laughs> So, uh, too soon, uh, too soon. <laughs> Rick's like, why, why don't we put the politics to the side? Mm-mm. Him with Michonne, she looked like, look, <laughs> I divorce your ass if you vote for Trump. So they get, they get in the car and, uh, cause they make it through a field of zombies that just, just didn't have a gumption that week. Just, nope. this didn't want it bad enough. They, just, they, mm. they was like the saints hanging off of Marshawn and shit. <laughs> And they got in the, in the car. <laughs> and closed, they closed the door. 
and uh started driving off and since they were driving the other way in the first place that's why they didn't have to drive through the herd of zombies they were going the other way the whole time right they only had to go back to explain it it made sense because i'm not gonna lie the first time i saw it i was confused as shit nigga it was so confused i've watched that scene three times because i was like but why did like i kept thinking that for some reason i thought that they had went ahead of them the other way and i was like well then just fucking go but and then like why wouldn't rick and them be ahead of them but it you have to like watch it again to see the way it was facing uh you okay karen mm-hmm. all right um so then um they they head back and i was like see we the ones that survive and looking them all in his eyes and shit and uh you know it was beautiful yeah. um, and he yeah, was like black woman in the Z-pop. Mm-hmm. To a black woman. <laughs> he was believing in himself again um and so uh they um they so they head back or whatever uh to alexandria uh but man just that stunt oh the coolest shit i've ever seen so cool so cool man just beautiful beautiful and especially the way they explained it where they were just like so you want to do this get in there okay let's go and i'm like what the fuck are they talking about because like the clock was ticking so it was like stress 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 and then Oh my God, the best zombie was, kill ever! I, I was, I was quite certain like the savior was, was gonna catch them for some reason. Like I was just like, it's it's too the setup is too convenient for them to try to do this awesome impossible white man shit. Mm. And the scouting team looking for Daryl just happens to spot them, and it's like, oh well, the season's over. And Jesus even said like, well, why even put the cars back since obviously they gonna know we just stole all the explosives. But then he was like, um, well, we put the cars back because we don't want the herd to get out the highway because we might need them later. Like, Rick thought of everything. Like, I just. Because they'll be hung, so we can always come back. Right. I just love the way they thought about it, man. So, um, <laughs> and, and so they make it through the convenient field of zombies, get in the car, and they leave, um, which is always funny because it's like Herschel got killed by just like a random zombie he wasn't paying attention to. Come on. Like, Herschel went to take a piss and got bit by a zombie. Because of goddamn car. Meanwhile, fucking like Rick and Michonne ran through 75 zombies, stiff armed them, juked them, and got in the car. Like, yeah, they got on zombie repellent. Life just ain't fair, dog. Nope. Uh, the Savior, they get back to Alexandria just in time for the Saviors to visit, which, I mean, it feel, it gotta feel like the Saviors come back every other day. I know that guy. Right? They like they like your they like your manager that uh, watches you hard like mm-hmm. micro managers. You like well, goddamn, you ain't my manager. Why are you here all the time? And Rick played it off real good because he basically was like, "Oh, y'all came to collect. I thought we had more time." And Simon was like, "Oh, that's what you think? We here to collect?" And he was like, "Well, why else would y'all be here, dog?" And he was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, because um, your son went to Alexandria, and the next thing we know." Um, your uh daryl's free and back home did i have that could that be connected rick's like no it's like all right well everybody partner up we about to look through all y'all shit and they of course look through it like the fucking police when they search your house yes! just break they did right. a no knock warrant and was like fuck your shit and no we ain't paying for the they shit we tell they, they broke in everybody's house like lapd right lapd freeze and like just broke up they shit yeah they're like look we stopping and frisking everybody right meanwhile tobin's still waiting for carol to come back um ah. and and the thing is they showed up with a bunch of empty trucks which made people think they were gonna still take a bunch of shit 
but the they didn't take anything they went through the pantry of course the pantry was empty and simon's like y'all holding out on us y'all hiding shit because that wouldn't be good and they like man we don't know what happened and uh aaron lied and said they had just been running out of stuff and they've been look they ain't been stocking up they've been too busy looking for something that negan would like that's what you say and um yeah everybody stepped up on the lives on quite a few episodes yeah aaron yeah uh, he'll take that ass whooping like aaron is uh in a lot of ways he is like he's just the man you know he stepped up uh so he lied to simon simon seemed to buy it Mm -hmm. um then um he told him like y'all need to get out there and earn and michelle was like we we will and all this shit and so simon leaves threatens him one more time like if i don't see different if y'all see daryl i don't give a fuck if it's two years from now y'all better kill him make sure you keep your hatchet ready rick and all that shit uh and i still convinced that they just put simon in the episodes when they can't get jeffrey dean morgan uh, yeah i did too because I, I feel like he's just a placeholder for jeffrey dean morgan yes. and jeff yeah. jeff signed for like six episodes he like yeah then that's it uh <laughs> he that annoying middle manager yeah yeah uh so um at any rate they um all go through uh and uh, and here's my thing where were they going with all them trucks though to do another pit stop somewhere right like what you think they're going to the kingdom possibly could they be going to maybe hilltop is there another community somewhere yeah you know what i mean like there was a lot of trucks dog and they it, just did a stop at hilltop like two days ago they just just did alexandria like the day before what the fuck are they taking this time mm-hmm. it, like you say well, it might be a whole separate yeah thing. So they're so big it could be one of them things where they all went there and then they're so big they could have just diversed out okay you go pick up here you go pick mm-hmm. up here you go pick up here yeah it just made me wonder though mm-hmm. like what if this is leading to like a confrontation with hill with uh the kingdom yeah, like what if they are headed to the kingdom and they're like we are gonna step in front in your sanctuary and we're gonna take whatever the fuck we want like what if that's the new plan yeah but that would lead to ezekiel having to get involved in this war even if he didn't want to and i, I and i think i think my thing is that we don't know how big the world is so like you said we don't know how many other communities they may introduce uh to us like this literally might not be the end of them introducing people yeah. to us because it looks like um well don't spoil the ending but go ahead no i'm not spoiling. I'm I'm, not... i know i'm just letting you know so that we, you won't just, oh i didn't yeah. know if you were going to no because it looks like the saviors group is pretty big right so rick and them group has got to be big too so mm-hmm. i think numbers is going to mean something okay yeah i agree i mean we'll see uh and then so also um uh they 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 start looking through everything once they leave because they're like where's gabe and like half of the crew is reluctantly thinking like maybe he ran off with all the supplies rosita is 100 percent like that nigga took our shit she's like cook that nigga right (laughs) she's like he definitely did it okay he had changed too right she's like he ain't find no courage he found something he ain't find no courage he found some beans you know she was just mad as fuck and they come they look through all the stuff and if he's like rick's like why would he leave his bible if he was just leaving because that's like his best friend right and uh then there was then he looked through uh the register the inventory and in the back of the inventory he had written boat which okay so that's what he was writing when he was telling her i'm looking through when he said that's so when he said just checking he must have been talking to whoever 
was forcing him to get all the shit yeah i didn't and he must have that's why he had to say it out loud he must have snuck in there and wrote a message while that person wasn't looking or something and then left it there for the people to find right um and the only boat we can think of of course is the boat where rick and aaron found all that shit um i think aaron even said that like he he was like well boat but then he thought well the only two people that was at the boat was me and rick and how would he know that right right but uh i don't know maybe the people told him like you took our shit from our boat or something or or it may be i think didn't didn't they tell everybody they found stuff on the boat maybe yeah maybe they did so and they may have looked at he may have looked at the way they was dressed and all that shit go oh you must came from that fucking boat yeah and that leslie william stanton sign they had out there maybe that's the person uh we gotta go to the next segment real quick i'm gonna bring everybody back on screen just give me one second everybody all right should just take a second um and i'll get everybody back okay Oh my God! The mother of Mecca is right here before me. Do my eyes not deceive me, or am I looking at the goddess Isis herself? Can you, uh, can you do me a favor, my brown skin angel? Can you tap that white girl for me? My milk of magnesia. Oh. Oh. After the devil made you, he broke the mold. But maybe you and I could, uh, make a little jungle fever. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now that there is something special. How come you talk all that noise about white men and then go date white women, fool? No, you see, I'm just trying to do the white girls what the white man's been doing to us for 400 years. Yeah, what's that? Fuck him. Amy Joe! Oh, you so. That he told. Umar Johnson lives by that line. Say what? I said Umar Johnson lives by that line. Mm-hmm. You know he do. Because uh, <laughs> I'm melanated bitch um all right uh back to the, the episode so yeah they go out to where the boat was and they find a set of footprints um that rick sees uh, and before they do that they have a aaron gets confronted by his husband who's like hey dog um i know y'all about to fuck with negan again and y'all ain't telling nobody and aaron's like man we just trying to do what we gotta do to survive and he's like well don't go and he was like this ain't even about that this is about helping gabe and he was like everything is about negan what if you go and negan comes and you know and we y'all not here and shit like that and um aaron's like look man i gotta do what i gotta do you know mm-hmm um yeah he's like i'm willing to die for the cause like yeah right and he's like right. he's like what you trying to do you just want us to leave together right now or whatever and he's like, like no go. i just want us to stay alive and aaron's like all right man whatever so uh they go out aaron does go they go out to the boat and uh they start looking around um they see the footstep footprints they get to this weird like clearing that has like trailers and abandoned cars and like a construction crane over there and um they get surrounded by a bunch of people with guns uh, a lot of uh well-dreaded negroes by the way it's like somebody gotta ask about their hair care issues uh they taking care of shit 
I guess they stepped up on their wig game. He was. I after, guess so. After enough people complained about Dr. Dre, who I think actually flipped and rode in the river, and all of a sudden got picked up in D.C. and became the new Jack Bauer. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happened. Uh, and they don't say a word. Uh, they just point guns at him and surround him, and then Rick starts smiling, and then the show ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's smiling because he's like, I can work with this. Right some soldiers i think that's that's what his mind was like okay mm-hmm. y'all are organized you plan we got to train y'all like y'all y'all are ready to fight like y'all look like fighters right right mm-hmm. uh and they all had he guns definitely went in, he, he definitely went in white man mode in what what white man super saiyan white man mode. oh yeah yeah and i was so happy to see him smile man to be honest Cause like I was, I think t- that's the first time we don't see him smile in a while. Yeah, I'm so sick of him being like worried. Like I like the idea of having hope. Like he's in, he's in like Coach K mode right now. He's like, I'm gonna coach these motherfuckers up, and we are gonna kill Nia. He's um, seen potential now. Another reason I love this ain't, ain't in the book. Nope, ain't in the book, dog. Uh, like, uh, like a completely different group. Yeah, people were speculating could it be this that and other. I was like, but we know how those other groups operate in the book. That this don't look like that at all. No, it does not. You know, so yeah, I, I would love for this to be a group that we haven't really heard of. And unless I'm look wrong, look like another all women's group. It wasn't all women on second hand. I went back and looked at it. Okay, it wasn't all right. women. It was just. It was a lot of women, but it wasn't all women. Okay. Yeah. Initially, I was like, oh, they found another all-woman group. Now, a lot of dudes had some long-ass hair, though. Maybe they the, the okay. long hair, don't care gang. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> some of them had, they, they were, the, they were them, uh, them fake locks. Some yeah. Some had them fake locks. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe it's a, a beauty school that had an issue and... <laughs> That's how they they was like we gonna gang up together and they just they just stayed in formation all yeah. this time. They had a health supply store nearby. They were like, look, everybody gonna go natural. We we'll let you know we 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 not doing relaxes no more. But you know what we do have we have some uh, cocoa butter, right? Day butter. Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was cool, man. So um, what are y'all looking forward to next week? Ooh, I want to see a who that group was that right. they ran up against. Um. I want to see uh, what uh, Daryl is up to. Like, I really think Daryl's going to. I do my hypothesis is Daryl's going to leave and end up finding Carol, um, Ezekiel. Does he actually at some point in time? I think he's going to change his mind. Some of these might not actually have a next episode, but you know. These well, I'm just talking about next episode, but okay. uh, you know, predict what you want to predict, right? Because uh, you don't never know where they're yeah. going to take us, right? Yeah. Oh, that was it. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Uh, what about you, uh, Jeremy? Um, I'm interested to see who the fuck this group is because they, like, at first I was like, "Is this some children of the corn shit? Like, why they <laughs> they all got hoodies and shit? Like, was was it a Forever Twenty One? Like, before the Z pop <laughs> happened? Like, what the hell is going on? So I'm interested to see who they are. I'm interested to see if. I don't think necessarily. Well, I'm interested to see if Kara and Daryl meet up again, but I'm interested to see like how Daryl is gonna adapt to the kingdom because it probably ain't gonna happen. But I'm just hoping like in some kind of way like Daryl and Shiva just wrestle. Mm. Like I'm really rooting for that because Daryl look like the type that would fight a goddamn tiger. Uh, 
And like it'll be interesting to see, like, cause I'm I'm pretty sure everybody is gonna still try to convince uh, Ezekiel, like, we can't live like this. We have to fight back some kind of way. Yeah, I was gonna play the clip of them running up on them, Karen. If you want to see it, okay. Uh, is it showing up? Yes. All right, let me make it bigger. Uh, it's like two minutes long, I think. Um, make sure that's all right. Yeah, it's two minutes long, but I, I like it's not a lot of talking or anything. I just want to show the um show where uh they ran up on the group and like it's more than just women because i thought it was just women too the first mm-hmm. time i saw it especially there's one little particular part where there's some people coming with sticks and hoodies and those are all women right so i don't know if they get like the dudes get the guns and then the women i don't know how it's like broken down mm-hmm. but that's how i look and that's the boat in the background i don't have the hd on And then Rick finds the footprint to lead them towards, you know, wherever they at. Dame finding Carol's rule by using the heel toe. Carol be knowing. I also like how they said, uh, well, I think it was only one person too, but I also like how they said that, uh, they couldn't find any footprints outside the gate. And then Aaron was like, but if Daryl was here, maybe we could have, cause Daryl is a super tracker. Mm-hmm. So that's the footprint. And then this is like, like, I don't know. This is like a, a construction site that everything grew over. I don't know. Like a coal mine or something. Not a chimney full of smoke stack. Like a scene out of Avatar or some shit. crazy they only got two guns and they going through all this and a sword yeah they're mm-hmm. like an old factory so those those are dudes and then here got the women with the sticks there's a lot of women right that's why i thought it was all women right there go Brittany grinder with the shotgun But like you can see some of my dudes and some of my, like that's a dude. Uh, wait, y'all can't right, see me pointing right, at this. Right, isn't that black? Yeah. Yeah. Like some of my dudes, but it's a lot of women. Like, I guess in Z Park and you got no barber, you got to care about his hair got to grow out. Everybody got long hair. Mm-hmm. Nigga Rick smiling. So, um yeah so uh yeah uh it was you know that was a group let's get into the emails oh and what i think is gonna happen the main thing i'm looking forward to next week is that motherfucking pig exchange going wrong that's it yes so i'm gonna go wrong with that man that's gonna spark everything because the kingdom gotta get involved man i don't like this whole like pat like we just not gonna do anything kingdom need to start getting tested the way rick and them got tested so they can get information because i ain't with this yeah rick um, and them done been through it and they know it's going it's not gonna end well yeah and i feel like whatever this new group is gonna do because we know they're not just gonna be killing all the main characters i'm assuming this new group gonna have some type of like test or something to put them through or something you know maybe make them all fight to the death i don't know some kind of shit that they gonna have to prove themselves and i think 
that's gonna be interesting too because i love watching the inner dynamics of how new groups work and what they call zombies you know like i didn't realize the kingdom called them wasted you know i just i like that Mm. little shit you know i know it's corny but i like it yeah each group and it's gonna be interesting to hear this group's backstory yeah that's all i'm saying it wouldn't be surprising if they had some form of interaction with negan right and we still have oceanside out there like we still have these communities that we've been introduced to like it would be so dope if this show just had all these people get together and like fucking go to war with Negan and them. It would be, oh, that's, I love the way it's going. That's my prediction. All right. One more thing that I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. on the trailer, especially the preview for next week, that damn, that damn zombie that's in that armor. What the fuck? Nigga, what kind of Game of Thrones ass shit was that? Like, I was like, what is, nigga, what? We haven't seen something like that since, um, the governor when right. he made them people fight zombie uh for like fun or shit mm-hmm. we haven't seen something like that since then um so and what wait did he make them fight for fun on the show or is that in the comic you know what i'm talking about when they had the yeah, they was, had like in the show they had like a little arena because remember Murray yeah yeah was okay it was in both then yeah mm-hmm. uh all right so uh we got emails turk writes in they walking and they patty hey guys this week's episode was awesome. Rosita's such a jerk to Sasha. She the type of chick that goes on cheaters and fights her man and the other woman. Now we might, now we know that when A was standing outside Sasha's house and she told him to come inside, she meant it in every possible sense. Oh lord. I still have a hard time accepting Sasha let A dip his marshmallow in her hot chocolate. Ew. Ah! Uh, <laughs> hey, Slim Pickens in the Z-Pock. Uh, Daryl needs to chill. It's rude to shade people offering you sanctuary. Yeah, and te- technically he didn't know that he was getting off of Sanctuary when he called him a, what do you call him? You supposed to be a damn king. And he also didn't know he would be staying until Rick made him. Yeah, Rick was like, they're going to be looking for you. No, we already we already got the call saying that they're heading back. They're going to be looking for you, nigga. Yeah, I still ain't like that shit. Ezekiel is act- acting like a king, Martin Luther King to be exact. I don't know why Daryl was so pressed to go back to Hilltop. Their leader didn't want him there and already tried to snitch on Maggie and Sasha. Negan wasn't even physically present, but still managed to be the pettiest person in the episode. Was it really necessary to, fo- necessary to focus on Fat Joey's weight during that eulogy after all he did for the group? Hey, you know, ne- Negan basically George Lopez, dog. Like, he see a weakness, he's going for it. <laughs> He don't care how y'all feel. <laughs> and he ain't apologizing. <laughs> he gonna keep you out of the performance. <laughs> now I wanna see Jeffrey Dean Morgan do stand up. Oh, uh, I'll be there for that. Why wasn't he called Smart Joey or Explosive Expert Joey? Every, everyone within 50 miles probably heard that eulogy on the radio and thought Joey wasn't shit. I'm so scared for next week. I hope Father Gabe is okay because he looks shook as hell. Also, I can't trust a group of people all dressed in black see his coat like. Yeah, they got them long, that long hair too. Uh, they might be Scientologists. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they, that, that, that might be my name for that group, the long hair don't care group. If they, they gotta explain why everybody got long haircuts, man. Uh, they got no clippers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. No scissors. I mean, I mean, ain't no electricity. I mean, other people got scissors. Rick got a haircut by Jesse and they kept it good the whole time. Don't hate. Negan keep it shave this beard off. People find a ways to shave. These motherfuckers walk around with long hair. They don't got beards, just long hair. Something up, Karen. I I peep game. Everybody, everybody might be natural. 
Walking Dead, this is from Rob, who says, I, uh, or Mac, I'm sorry, I only have one question. Can y'all tell what the temperature is? Women have on short sleeve shirts. Some folks have on t-shirts. Other folks got on leather coats. The king is wearing a leather coat with a wool shirling collar and the men are jogging in, jogging in shorts. I'm all confused. Yeah. And then the last group of people had hoodies on. Like what, what the fuck is the temperature? Mm-hmm. That's the south for your ass though. I'll tell you that much. It's been 80 degrees in the last two days. Right. This morning I woke up. It was raining. Cats and dogs by the afternoon. I was, wearing shorts out i don't know guys come on the next two weeks in live it'll be snowing we right. don't know mm, blame trump uh right. being in the south and dealing with the weather is like a k michelle album just loud and unstable <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh. uh iris writes in hey this is lucked out fun episode there were several threads being reinforced but one that stood out was smiles jesus tell richard that he's going to smile when he hears what Rick has to say, which means he's been telling everybody about fighting back. Michonne smiles in relief when they got off the highway and tries to get Rick in on it. And that ending, Rick is surrounded and he grins like a madman. Unlike last half of the season, it's full of twisted positivity. Right? That's true. Uh, it's sad because people looked at this show for some optimism. I'm like, this show? But it gives you those moments. Uh, in the scene for the next episode, they show Oink, uh, Oinking savior targeting uh rick richard again uh is this why oh that oh that one savior that was i forget his name he's like a dick right uh is this why richard broke down in his shack because he keep getting pumped he's like i'm a cuck he just in that crying <laughs> boss won't do a damn thing about the saviors and he knows he has the biggest target on his back who knows how long it's been going on that's true uh and that dude fuck with them every time it looked like yeah it looked like he fucks with them every time i just wouldn't go but that's me like they keep telling me to go out there to get punk hey man you got it bro you ain't want to fight them back anyway uh eve writes in hey rod karen and jeremy it was so good seeing rick return to form he got the fight back in him and i love every second of it that mega walker kill between him and michonne while they drove in the cars was so romantic that's what i said Ah! michonne is a true ride or die get you a woman who could do both be a freak in the sheets and a mean lean zombie killing machine (laughs) i love when uh richard and them rolled up on them and was like asking like who are they and shit it was so funny if you go back and watch it michonne like stands and puts her hands like together like this by her by her waist almost like how in pageants when people are like miss so-and-so and they're just like smiling like that i was like the deadliest motherfucker out there Smiling like a pageant queen, like she ain't, like she won't kill that nigga on that horse in a second. Right. Like that she had like a, she had like a, well, Mr. I do declare moment. Mm-hmm. That shit was so funny. Oh, Richard, thank you so much, Mr. Richard, for having us here. Yeah, and that's not that funny. That's how men get fucked up on this to make women, cause Carol would be like, oh, I'm so old, frown right. woman, and I can barely remember. Stab, stab, stab. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she bust out the Draco in the, in the, in the rocket launcher uh please don't tell me father gabriel has punked out i was rooting for that dude don't tell me the writers made me actually start to like him only for him to pull a stunt like this so damn rude almost as rude as the way you ate that kit kat rod (laughs) (laughs) i won't exist in your box eve okay rod i'm not gonna lie i almost blocked you for that yeah well you know what i will i'm shifting the paradigm in kit kat consumption and i will not (laughs) 
live in a box like the rest of you sheeple join the kit kat revolution i'm changing the world one bite at a time i already got two or three acolytes that sent me pictures of the way they eat kit kats and i'm telling you wanga i see you playboy i appreciate y'all all the other people that twitter hit the twitter and sent me pictures of the way they eat the kit kat kit kat revolution it starts with one person and we change the world mm-hmm. i'm gonna dip mine in milk next time that's how we get trump out of office by eating kit kats the quote-unquote uh-huh. wrong way the right way got us trump come on all y'all break him into a bar eat him that's what the white man wants divide and conquer ah! of course y'all fail for it like some suckers Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Okay, i'm just i saying. think you might have married the big man of kick i'm just saying ah, ah. you guys keep falling for the white man's tricks Mm-mm. if y'all want to but kit kat understands that some people got to think differently they got to think outside of the box so y'all stop being sheep y'all grow up grow a pair and be a man y'all here eating the white man's candy the white way you giving in the white supremacy really i bet when y'all look into the mirror y'all see white chocolate i see dark chocolate because i'm melanated bitch I will put on my scully with the little thing on the top, but I don't have time. Um, <laughs> I didn't know this was going to turn the hotel out. What happened? Well, y'all shouldn't have tried me about my Kit Kat. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about uh, King Zeke stalking Carol. She told him to leave. Uh, I just realized I totally missed a perfect opportunity to make, to talk bad about Evie being a black woman, but I'm going to let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> i threw some lotion at him baby yeah. the ash is gone oh it's too much lotion it's too i don't have a choice uh she told him to leave her alone but it's like he's still sending her unsolicited dick pics talking about king zeke <laughs> king zeke and carol <laughs> having his having his men constantly check in on her is just a bit much well in all fairness he didn't have he didn't have been uh, check on her being just stumbled across her right um yeah. but like was trying to pass her like do you like me yes or no box right but i don't put it past ezekiel to show up in his normal clothes delivering uh fresh produce like eggplant over there so you know ah! i wouldn't be shocked um having this man up there like idris elba say say yeah say he gonna pound my cakes or whatever that was <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> uh yeah having this man constantly check check on her on her is just a bit much if anyone can take care of themselves it's carol yeah you know she gonna fuck around and um shoot one of them niggas in their face by mistake uh i know he wants to smash carol's geriatric cakes to smithereens but he needs to let her come to him and back off well i mean we got to get the swirl started somehow ev and uh you know, it's not going to happen waiting on Tobin to come around. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to need him to smash her Golden Gate, uh, Golden Girls cakes to, uh, oh, <laughs> to smithereens at some point. As for Rosita, I got one word for her. Bitch. Ah! Rosita needed to catch Sasha's hands for that comment. You would think she learned a lesson by popping off of the mouth after what happened with Eugene, but she's still bitter that Abe didn't want her anymore. Mm-hmm. I think she's got a death wish or something. Yeah, and yeah like i think she was gonna commit suicide by shooting negan really right because she was like, yeah, I'm like I, thought, 
Like when she did that, I thought it was like, well, yeah, this is a rap for Rosita. Because mm-hmm. it's like I, I think I think Karen said something like this on another um, last season on the recap show. It's like she's like hell bent on revenge, and she's not thinking about anybody else but herself and that revenge. Right, and I think that she was willing to lose her life, but it's like she don't know how to play the game because Eugene immediately told her he's not going to kill you. Somebody else would get hurt. And it won't be you. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't understand. Like they, 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 it's almost like he don't play. I guess the way like straightforward. Mm-hmm. Okay, you shoot me, I'm gonna shoot you. No, no, no. You gonna live because I, I see a spark in you to fight. But I'm gonna shoot this other innocent person over here. Right. He showed that before. He want to break people. Right. And actually, you were there when. Daryl responded and Glenn ended up getting fucked up. I mean, Eugene told her she didn't care. Right. I really think she was trying to commit suicide by Negan. Um, anyway, so, uh, she says, Sasha didn't owe her a damn thing. Plus, Sasha didn't get with Abe until after he broke it up with, broke up with Rosita. Right. Rosita is bitter as hell and she'll really, uh, she's really getting on my damn nerves. I'm just waiting on her to be a walker snack. Why do they have to pit two women of color against each other? They're always well. You never seen love and hip hop. This is very realistic. I don't know why mm-hmm. it needs. This to is be. the end of versus Erica. Right. Like I, I think if you watch the documentary Love and Hip Hop New York, it says a lot about how women of color will fight over the scraps of a man uh, that is in prison. Okay. Uh, can't even uh, help. Can't help nobody. We recapped that on our show, like Pat. Not to go on a tangent, but like Pap and Jewel's the only two niggas on that show worth a damn. The only two. And Jewel's uh, be- Jewel's barely by a thread. Jewel's is definitely true. a babysit my own kids ass nigga. Like he <laughs> he definitely is some like damn boy. It really is exhausting taking care of these kids. Like I'm glad you back from vacation so you can get on your job. I can get the studio with these hoes. Uh, but Pap is, of course, uh, black love, relationship goals, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that woman. he did a bid with, uh, Remy Ma, and I was looking at pictures of Remy Ma today. Hey, bruh, we always talk about how, like, people always are like, women, why don't you get with a man when he at his lowest? And then you help build him up. Look, uh, Pap got with, with Remy, and she did that bid, and he getting all the rewards, cause she's fine as fuck. Is she on TV now too? Yeah, she everywhere, dog. Like I seen her at the Emmys or the Grammys or some shit. I was like, Look in that white dress. Yes, yes. yes. Woo, she was showing out. Gone, Remy Ma. Gone. All them. Curls. She can have. She can have like ninety nine point nine percent of my money. If she was a stripper. Seriously, dog. Like, ah! like I would let. Because I still got rent, but she can definitely get like the ninety nine point nine. Like I'm not, I'm not really into the 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 what's really good, what's really good, son, New York shit. But I, I for her, I let it. She called me son all day. Ah. Like I'm cool with it. <laughs> you think they? I know they be having sex. They be battle rapping. Like, <laughs> and she always win because you know Pap don't have no bars. Right, so you know right. she always win. Give me that dick, son. Uh, <laughs> son, done uh-huh. to a beat. Mm-hmm uh anyway don't do it do it right i don't blame papa i'd sit my fitted on that booty any day you want ah, ah. um all right so then uh they're about to get into a fight of their lives and she worried about whether abe dick where abe's dick is being girl by she just mad at everybody she got mad at morgan I'm oh is rosita world. racist is she the george lopez of the show she got mad at morgan she got mad at uh sasha 
if she snap on Michonne next week, it's a wrap, dog. She she's doing whatever her best. percentage of Latina women voted for Trump. That's Rosita. Mm-hmm. I'm watching you, Rosita. Don't be trying to come to the women's march. Uh, can't wait to see what happens next. Hope this new group becomes allies. Cause the way Rick was grinning at the end, it sure it sure would suck. Uh, if they turned that smile upside down. So glad this show is back. Uh, thank you, Evie. And lastly, Evelyn says, "Hi, Queen Karen and Rod." And the name of this email is Cash Me Outside, Rosita. How about that? Oh. The main thing I got from this episode is they need to get Rosita up out the paint. Sorry, not sorry. She had way too much attitude for a woman who has been fucking up so massively. You know, I do have one thing to say, though. If anybody can relate to the attitude Rosita has right now, it's got to be Sasha. Right, right. That's why she was like, I understood. She understood yeah, Sasha went like triple bananas crazy. Uh, at the, when they was on the road at the, um, what's the name got? Bob died. Right. Yeah. Like she was. I will never yeah. go back there again. Yeah. She was shoot a dog and barbecue it crazy. So I get, and then when they got they, even laying on a, uh, uh, pile of zombies a, a like a mattress. High, right, a mountain high zombie. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, I take it back, guys. I, 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 maybe it's a phase and Rosita just gotta go through it. Now we can hate her as she goes through it. I think that's only reasonable. Right. But maybe that's why Sasha ain't smacking in her motherfucking face. Cause she was like, I understand. Cause like, if she would've like, if she would've, if, if Sasha would've been like, sit your five dollar ass down slap like that would have been totally justified yeah sasha would have been like um have you ever seen this movie called fantastic hands and where to find them oh no because i would like to buy you two tickets right now <laughs> yes uh so uh she's you would you would think she would learn to keep her mouth shut after getting olivia killed and eugene kidnapped but she had all the snarky attitude and mouth of a 13 year old this episode who's she finna try i'm gonna need sasha to handle home girl because she is too flagrant yeah you gotta be careful with rosita though she's the one that taught that hand in the knife uh combat training too so i'm, I'm a little scared of her uh rosita's still mad because abraham wanted to give sasha the biz quick there are bigger fish to fry and she is tripping off of abraham girl bye uh someone needs to put her in the corner and tell her to think about what she has done at this point you can just drop her off at negan's crib and call it a day they can take gregory with her <laughs> can't wait to see her y'all's recap keep up the amazing work yours truly notorious eve p.s i assume you saw the preview does the alien show up in the walking dead did i miss something uh i don't know i don't know what that was about Mm-mm uh all right man that's all the emails uh and everything um thank you so much man i appreciate you jeremy thank you thank tell you her tell her where to find you dog uh you can find me um at on the twitters um at black dante that's b-l-i-k-e underscore dante d-a-n-t-e you can catch me on my podcast crown the collars on the cspn um with me and my co-host Dan, uh, a.k.a. Dan Chrism. Uh, we have been best described as like listening to a catfish dinner. So come over. <laughs> um, come over, listen to us, love us, rate us, share us. And the motto of our show is uh, uh, be aware but laugh, uh, stay woke but take naps in between. And we just try to have fun. 
yeah man it's a good show I, we've listened to it mm-hmm. um and like i said we your commentary on the show um like it always cracks us up man um and we appreciate it um and of course uh we'll be back saturday for our feedback show yeah. uh balls deep we recorded it earlier today i'll put the pregame out soon uh and uh, you know the plan is to still do this too much uh friday at five um so hopefully uh we'll see you guys then um and uh yeah that's it so until then i love you i love you too